Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to the call. Tonight's call, we're going to talk about gang stalking. No, I haven't really uh, talked about gang stalking, even though I mentioned it, you know, as I do my shows. But I want to get go into in-depth detail on gang stalking tonight. On this about, so we're currently on the call and we're having a conversation. And uh, if you'd like to continue the conversation, it's fine because the call is being recorded. If you don't want to be recorded, then uh, just uh, you don't have to say anything. But uh, I want to uh, start reading the article. Um, but if you want to continue on with the conversation, you're welcome to do so, and then I'll uh, start uh, the article which I'm about to read. Okay. Well, real uh, quick, I just have wondered, um, you know, if some of this activity seems so fascist, and, you know, if there wasn't something... Um, of the paperclip uh, transfer. Well, when, when, you, when you say, when you see, see, when you say fascist, okay, I mean, you know, we're, we're living in a, well, we're living in what is in, in a make-believe democracy, and that's what I call it, a make-believe democracy, because, you know, in, in, in true democracies, things like this wouldn't happen, okay, and doesn't happen. And so there is no true democracy. Democracy is a word that people like to throw around just like fascism and stuff like that. And yes, fascism, you know, from Nazi Germany, but I don't think that type of fascism exists today, okay? There may be snippet of it, but I don't think as a whole that type of fascism uh, uh, happens today. Now, the people within government agencies who have certain mentalities, whether they're, uh, whether it's because of their prejudices or their religious belief, those are the people who... I I am very uh, uh, aware of and very concerned with, you know, because, again, uh, those people are the ones who end up being, as as you would say, fascist uh, type of mentality and personality. Okay? So, uh, but as a whole, um, I don't think, you know, we are, living in a fascist society, uh, the elements of fascism within the mindset of people who are within the government. And that's going to happen when in any uh, society because everyone has a different way of thinking. And, 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 and people, there are certain people who want to have power, want to have absolute power and control over other people. You know? So those are people who I, who I would call uh, fascist people. But um, it's not a word that I like to use a lot, but um, I, but I get what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Well, that's enough for me. I mean, I'm interested in the article you want to read. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, this article is, um, you know, like I said, I, I you know, my show usually, I usually deal with the FIOP part of um, our targeting because it is one of the, 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 it is the one aspect that I go on to other shows and I barely hear 
those hosts of those shows talk about, you know? Um, and I think it's, it's, it's a shame because the PSYOPs part of this program, what's being done to us is, uh, and, and as uh, other people would say, it is about 90% of what's really uh, being done to TI, okay? The other 10% being the direct energy stuff. But um, the PSYOPs program are, is the most dangerous and the most destructive to the TI, the targeted individual, to our life and to our, our mindset, you know, uh, because, you know, and gang stalking deals with PSYOPs too because the gang stalking is part of, is part of PSYOPs, the PSYOPs program. But I just want to give a, a, a better understanding of gang stalking and what it is and what it is uh, meant to do. Okay. This article comes from um, Organized Crime of of Corporate and Electronic Assault. And that's that's the website. And as follows, it says, uh, these uh, tactics are known as stalking, gang stalking, group stalking, multi-stalking, community stalking, wide area supervised local harassment, cost stalking, where stalkers use a cause for recruitment, mobbing, which is, organi- which is organized mobbing, organized stalking in the workplace, street theater harassment skits done in view of the target out in the community. Okay? And uh, it says, have you, heard a lot, you, have you heard a lot of bizarre activities done inside? Have you had, I'm sorry, have you had a lot of bizarre activities in, done inside and around your home when you're out? For example, items being moved inside outside of your home, then put back in the original place a few days later, often with no sign or evidence of a break-in. Electrical appliance randomly turning themselves on and off, but they're not faulty. These tactics are, are often common to a targeted individual and are staged to make the victim question themselves, which is, you know, stuff like that, which is also, there's another uh, word for that, and which is gaslighting, right, to cause the individual to doubt their sanity, right? And I, I'm... You know, I'm not going to deal with gaslighting today, but it will be a topic, and I've touched on that before, but it will be a topic. Because I like to revisit these things so that it stays fresh into the minds of listeners uh, when they hear and come onto my show. Because sometimes if we don't revisit these things, you tend to forget about them. And so, you know, that's the reason why I'm revisiting this tonight. So often these tactics start off as barely noticeable and only happens now and again. They soon become more obvious and start to happen more frequently. No matter how many times you change your lock, there are often no signs of a break-in, yet items are still moved around and then put back in the original place, usually after you have noticed them out of place, which implies you are being watched inside and outside your own home and often in many other places. When this happens on a regular basis, it is quite obvious to the target that this is being done deliberately and is highly organized as highly organized as only professional people would have the knowledge and capabilities to get away with this type of thing. Okay? We can all we can all experience odd things and misplaced things from time to time. But a targeted individual experiences the law example constantly. Okay? And this is not unusual 
this is not usually any signs of evidence of the type of tactics being used. Note, if it's not unusual, it is not unusual to have any report medical records go missing from the department which they are filled with, filed with, particularly if they have no substance to proven or if they have any substance to proven you are telling the truth or that you do not have a mental illness or any other report that includes proof of ill health, damage caused through other tactics being done to you, etc. It is not uncommon for any piece or any copies you may have at home to go missing as as well. It is critical that you hide extra copies elsewhere. When the victim reaches out for help by friends, families, and authorities, they often get they often uh, got, get labeled as paranoid, as there is often no proof of this being done, and it all sounds impossible, resulting in the victim being re-victimized all over again. For the harassment to be successful, the victim is driven to, into isolation. Victims are left to question themselves as to who is doing this and why. Many have changed locks, which I have done, put hidden cameras inside, but footage often comes out scramble when they have been items moved around the camera range, installed, monitor alarms. Yet these seem to be bypassed and the tactics still occur. This often results in the victim being believed even less, as many people think that cameras, alarms, and new locks would stop someone getting into your home, which we all know it, it doesn't work. Uh, because you can go to a locksmith or a locksmith come and change the, the lock on your door and, um, you know, he can ha- he has a copy of, of the key, right? And if you are if you can change the lock yourself, uh, they can, you know, if you buy a lock, uh, like from a Home Depot or anything like that, chances are they have a master key that can open up those type of locks. So, you know, you only, like for me, I get the, I had to go and change my locks and change the security, get a security lock, right, which you have to have a card to um, present to the locksmith in order for him to cut a copy of the key. Now, again, you know, and I had to all call a locksmith to do that because it was breaking into the apartment and taking my stuff. And even after I changed the, the lock, it was still happening. So, again, you know, when I say all facets of society have been infiltrated, that's what I mean. Um, so, in general, crimes, in general crimes, this would be correct, but not with the involvement of organized crime groups. Some victims do have witnesses, do, uh, do have witness to some of this, but it is usually staged so only the victim would notice. Okay, these tactics are well organized to make you sound delusional and look delusional and to eventually end up a delusional. Methods to make you uh, lose all credibility. Okay? So, okay, this is from an experience with a harassment before and after working alongside the British Security Service. September 2015, Paul Clark described how he targeted people and then became a target himself after he opted out. 
He also took part in the deployment of microwave weapons in order to torture others, after which they were later turned on him. He tells us why he blew the whistle. And there is a, a, a link to certain sites and to a video interview, which I can't really uh, read right now because I have these things printed out. Um, so here's some examples, some common examples of tactics inside outside your home, okay? Your pet, pets outside when you go out, but inside when you come home or vice versa. So if you have pets that are outside, they will break into your home, put your pets inside, or when you come home if your pet is inside, they'll put your pet outside. Uh, items you have used recently or moved from where you left them, but return to their rightful place after you've noticed, even if you have all your curtains closed and think no one can see inside their home, just tactics will happen. And here's my theory of why some of these things happen, okay? When you look at the technologies, particularly technology with dealing in mind control and controlling someone's mind, there are certain technologies, for one, which is uh, silent sound spread spectrum, which they can condition you and put you into hypnotic state as you're sleeping. So when you're sleeping, they may use the silent sound spread spectrum to basically... It's like you're sleepwalking. So you're, 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 you awaken, but you're not conscious of being awakened, right? And they may, in fact, make you move your own things and put it somewhere, and you go back to sleep and you wake up with even message. That's a possibility. This is what I used to do when stuff like that used to happen to me. What I did was that I placed a glass of water in front of my door. So my bedroom door, it opens inward. So I placed the glass of water where if someone was coming in, they would knock the glass over, right? And the water, and then I would know that someone was coming in, okay? But what happened is that one morning I woke up and the glass was there with the water was full and there was uh, items placed in front of my bed, okay? Now, no one came into my room. Because I, I locked my door from the inside, and then I put a glass of water there. So at that point, I started to realize that, hey, you know, they're using, you know, and I've known, I've known that they were conditioning me in my sleep. I just didn't know how. I started doing research on the technology. And uh, when I read up about silent sound spread spectrum, it described everything that I thought was happening to me. And that's how I knew that that technology was being used on me. And so they, they can basically you know, con condition you and control you through this technology to put you in a sleepwalking state to make you move your things and put it somewhere else and then you wake up, you're thinking that somebody came into your room or whatever your apartment and move things. And I've heard Tia actually said they have, they have had, um, you know, the locks where you, the, the, the sliding, not sliding locks, but uh, the chain locks that was on their door and you just get one of the open from the inside and they were still getting into their, uh, apartments that move their stuff, and that's you know, and that's the, re the reason why is because they were using silent sound spread spectrum technology on the TIs to make them move it themselves without them realizing it. Okay, and and there are instances where they, yeah, they will break into your apartments, particularly if you're not there. You know, they've done it to be plenty of times, they've taken you know, the personal items, jewelry, you know, out of my apartment. Okay. And so this is something that they, they do, but you, again, you have to you have to look up the technology. You have to look up the technology. That's how you 
can how you're able to give a rational explanation as to how they how it's being done. Okay, if you have no concept or no idea of what the technology is and what what it does and what it's about, then you know you're going to be speaking in an irrational manner trying to explain what's happening to you. And yeah, you will end up looking like you're paranoid and afraid. Okay. So let's see. Okay. Um, items inside their home being swapped for similar ones. Again, once you notice the original item has been replaced, then it is swapped back shortly afterwards. Example, the lounge light shade is brown in color, and then you notice an off-white one that is very similar, similarly has uh, been replaced. It is not uncommon to have Hanging light fixing to be replaced with similar light fixing. Example, a five-ball uh, five fitting change to an identical one with four balls. Okay? Uh, closing your wardrobe suddenly inside the wardrobe in another bedroom. In some uh, cases, close, close or slash or take on, a, take on a putrid smell. Those lock when you went out but unlocked. When you come home, now this happens to my brother who lives here a lot. It happens to him a lot. Whenever he leaves his apartment, he comes back in, his apartment door is unlocked. Um, those locks when you when you went off to bed for the night but unlocked and open when you awake in the morning. Deep scratches may appear, example, on the bench, but suddenly disappear uh, within a short time overnight or a day or so after you've noticed. Uh, taps turned on, but not faulty, so they will drip, but weren't like that when you went off uh, for the day, okay? Stains that you didn't make suddenly appear on your carpet. Garden ornament being slightly moved to face a different way. Small plants you have recently planted in the garden move slightly. or uh, to the opposite side of the garden. Electrical items randomly switching themselves on and off, but they are not faulty. Electrical items are functioning constantly, but no apparent cause. Computer hacked on a regular basis. I think we all, uh, uh, those of us who have computers uh, know about. Okay, email sabotage. Uh, if you're sending a uh, communication with other TIs, they, they, your email would not get through or their email would not get through to you. Okay, third, uh, third bang, bangs tapping on uh, inside the walls, particularly at night. Set noise or stage to happen, etc. Each time a target uses the toilet when home alone, example, each time you go to the toilet, you may hear the lawnmower start up. Okay, and that's very familiar. It, you know, so they don't use long mode, maybe they use siren. Uh, Hang-ups, wrong numbers, uh, phone calls, etc. Yep, I get those a lot. I also get uh, phone calls where they will leave me messages of uh, fire trucks, uh, sirens, or police sirens, or car honking. And I've, you know, I've kept, I've kept them on my phone in my voicemail so that you know I have proof. And I say, well, why would somebody call me when I tell somebody? Okay, listen, isn't this, isn't this strange that people will call me in your message with just police sirens on there or the sound of an ambulance or the sound of a fire truck on there? You know, so this is something that, that they do uh, constantly. If they can't target you in one way, they'll find another way. 
And if you expose one way and they stop, they will find another way to target you, you know, again, right? Um, male tampering, okay, this happens to me. A male arriving late or not receiving it. Uh, signs of it having been opened before you received it. I mean, they've destroyed some of my mails, like really destroyed it to the point where you, you're like, you know, this is deliberate. This will tell you how, it, how much it was destroyed. It's like it just has to be deliberate, okay? Um, a stranger's mimicking private conversation you've, you've had in privacy. This happened to me early on in my targeting um, to the point where I refused. I kind of like didn't want to talk on my phone anymore. But, again, that's because they had me in a paragon state at that time. Okay? So how to tame a demon by Robert Duncan. This is an excellent book for victims. It gives an overview of what victims experiences and gives excellent advice. He also highlights the common traps victims fall into. Okay? Uh, so, so some common tactics on the street. Organized stalking, gang stalking, street theater. Uh, having five to 20 different people or more strategically placed to, for example, look with a hateful look at the target individual. Uh, at the individual, this is what they do when I go pick up my son. They will look at my son in a, in, in a very disgusting or hateful manner, okay? Uh, they are all strangers. They are all rude. They appear every time the TI goes out, and they can take many different, ex- and it can take many different expressions. Sometimes, it looks like there's some kind of scheme and the harassment follows a pattern. And when it achieves a certain stage, they reset themselves and it starts all over again. It's repetition, okay? These strange patterns can include someone always blinking their eyes at you in an odd manner, dirty looks, reading the time on an imaginary wire, which they do to me all the time, whether they have a watch on their arm or not, they do it. And I'll tell you why they do that to me, because early on in my targeting, and the first people to ever have done that to me was police officers. When I would go pick up my son, when I, when I was on the train platform, they would approach me, look at their watch, and then turn around and walk away, okay? And this happened for many months. And then when they stopped doing it, that's when the civilian population started picking up and doing the same thing. So what happened is that they've conditioned me to that. Right? And again, that's new linguistic programming. So the, 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 the trigger is the looking at the watch, and the anchor is the, the memory of the police officers doing that to me. So, uh, so when they used to do that, I would always have a flashback of police officers doing that to me when I would go pick up my son, I'm on the train, or if I'm walking uh, the street. Another thing they used to do to me is that uh, they always used to stage false arrest in front of me. And they will always have, they will always turn the person around so that I will see their back with their handcuffs behind their back. And then what would happen after that, after many months of going through that, you know, civilian, the civilian population, certain members of the civilian population would approach me or would, uh, you know, uh, will walk in front of me and they would put their hands behind their back as if they were being handcuffed. And I didn't understand what that tactic was until I read up about neuro linguistic programming and how they, how they condition you, how they create phobias, how they use triggers and anchors. And that's a very important uh, subject that TIs need to learn about, particularly dark NLP. And there's 
a PDF that's available online that talks about it. It's called Mind Control Language Pattern by Dante Lyon Jones. That is, if you Google Mind Control Language Pattern and look for the PDF, the online PDF that's available online, I think it's on Scribes, you can read the entire book, okay? And in there he talks about Doc NLP, <clears throat> which was very helpful in me understanding what what's happening and what has taken place in my targeting. Okay? Um, so each time you purchase something, someone always seems to be standing close to watch the transaction. People in cars near your home or workplace getting your attention, then taking off. For example, constant beeping of the horn. They also use motorcycles that would wreck their engine. Okay? And um, bullying at work, job mobbing, friends and family suddenly lost, leading to isolation, false rumor start going around about you to discredit you, items removed from your vehicle and later found in your house, all right? <clears throat> A high abnormal amount of people appear around you wearing the same colored clothes. <clears throat> this can include a certain colored car, but not necessarily the same model of car following you each time you drive down the street. You realize you have a twin lookalike. <laughs> you see, I have a twin, so they they can't use that tactic with me. At least they haven't used, used that tactic with me because, you know, I, I am a twin. So, But they do use people who look like other people that have uh, either, especially women that I've dated in the past, Okay, they will use other women that look like them, okay, or even uh, friends, people who look like certain uh, friends that I used to have, all right? That eerie looks so much like you and that family, close friends, work colleagues start accusing you of ignoring them in the street or say they thought they saw you but knew you weren't in town at the time, but comment on how identical you this person is. Uh, and I think they do that to try to uh, make you think that somebody's going to be trying to steal your identity, okay? Again, it's another trick to cause you to be paranoid. This person can randomly appear on off for several years and strangely always seems to keep up with the same hair color style, and that's called mimicking. Clothing styles as you have and often drive a car similarly similar to the one that you drive, okay? So that's called mim mimicking. So they mimic you. They get people who will look like you to, or look like uh, people that you, you know to mimic them also, okay? Uh, and it says, this is, it says uh, so what do you do if you're experiencing the above, right, which will be talked about? Uh, diary, enter everything in the diary. Record everything you notice that is out of place, swap, damage, take photos. Nope. Once you have recorded these things, try to switch off from it. Let the anger fear go and focus on positive things. Don't go looking for items that may have been moved. Just record the ones you've noticed while going out your natural while going about your natural routine. Otherwise you end up being obsessed, paranoid, which is the the desired result the criminal perpetrators want. They want you to feel like you're going nuts 
and they want you to be diagnosed as that. So your credibility will be zero. Double check, you have locked up things before going out and confirm this in your diary. This way, it will stop you from doubting yourself and others close to you may believe you. If you are living alone, it's possible get a trusted friend, family member to stay with you. If you have access to a hidden camera, try using it. There may be a time the criminal perpetrators slip up. I see, and that's important because from time to time they do slip up, and that's when you have to catch them. Because I've, 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 I have video where they have slipped up, and I have caught, caught them, okay? And they, they may not, it may not happen frequently. It may be few or far in between, but at least if you get it, get it on video, that's a perfect example that you can prove what you're saying. Okay? Change your locks. Uh, this may add temporary relief to you, but it's not likely to stop the undetected breaking in the long term. Some victims find it helpful to put a broom under the door handle while they sleep in their bedroom or a stick or flat knife inside the door frame so the handle of the knife is protruding across the part of the door. This acts like an internal lock from the inside of your room that cannot be tampered with. And I've done this also, put a knife to prevent anyone from um, entering my bedroom when I'm sleeping. Because I do live with family members. Okay? Uh, meditation and reading, encouraging books can raise good, strong thoughts about yourself. When these antics are high, remind yourself, these tactics are well organized to make you sound nutty, to look nutty, and eventually go nutty. It is important to stay in control. Remember, there are many others experiencing the same as you. You are not nuts and you are not alone. Report your suspicion to the police, even if there's no proof. This may help to build a good record to at a later date, one victim of this organized crime are taken seriously, these cases will be stronger. If possible, take someone with you when reporting it. Make sure you get a copy of the report and make extra copies so you can hide them in a few different places. Now, let me touch on this, right? <clears throat> because what the police department have been told to do with anyone, when NDTI goes to them and wants to file a complaint about what's happening, is to ignore them and to tell them to go see a shrink. That's what happened to me. When I went to complain about what happened to me, they told me that I should go see a professional for help. Uh, so they've been given the order to totally ignore TIs when it comes to us reporting what's happening to us. And that's how you know that it is a government program, okay, because they don't want any record of a TI or TIs filing complaint about this crime because it will be, you know, investigating themselves because they are the they are the main perpetrators of what's been do, of what's uh, being done to us. Okay, they are an important part of 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 keeping TIs uh, in a state in which we have no means to to get help from any local authority authorities in filing a complaint about what's, being, what's happening to us. So in some cases, your targeting may get worse 
while you go through this process in order to stop you from continuing to get help. Try to get a trusted supporter, support person to help you through the process. If it is not possible, join in with other victims on blogs you trust so others can support you through this. At the end of the day, the criminal perpetrators don't need a reason to up their tactics, but at least by reporting your case anyway, you are given you are given a message of this is not acceptable and I will fight. And you see, that's what happens. Because when you once they realize that you're you're not going to accept this inhumane treatment and the experiments that's been done on you, they're going to up the target and twenty times more. Okay, because not now they're definitely out of the strategy because they don't want anybody taking you seriously to believe in what you're telling and what's, what you're saying is being done to you. And so you have to understand that. And, you know, for me, in my personal experience with the TI, this is exactly what happened, okay? Because now, I mean, it is constant, 24. Uh, at some point, it had died down because I think people were becoming aware, right, because they were doing it so frequently, especially the North campaign. And at some point it had died down, but, you know, it may last for a couple of days to a week. But then the following day or the couple of days later or, or the next week, they're back to the, the tactics again. So, you know, they're, they're never going to stop doing what they're doing. It's just we as targets have to strengthen our mind to not let it get us to the point where we are paranoid because I've been on that route. Okay? And let me tell you, it's not a good thing. You know, and I mean, now I'm home, you know, I, I usually, I, I don't really go anywhere because and the only reason why I don't really go anywhere because, you know, I don't have the financial means to go places that I used to go when I was working, okay? And also that, but I cannot walk for long periods because of my back and, and I am on disability because of my back uh, and the reason why. I have back issues is because of the targeting, because the of the acoustical the acoustical vibration that were sent through my body that it messed up my back. And also last week my shoulders for some reason I couldn't move my arm I could not lift my arm up, and because again being hit with directed energy weapon to immobilize my arm, and you know they did that as a form of punishment because I refused because you know last weekend they were another weekend passed but the the weekend after, before that, uh, you know, they were constantly sending subliminal messages about not doing my show and, and not talking about what's happening. And every time I refuse, you know, they have to find some way as a, a punishment, right? So they have to retaliate. And so I woke up uh, Sunday and I was unable to lift my left arm. It was very painful. I could not lift it straight up. And, um, you know, and for the few days, uh, you know, there's nothing I can do. It's a good thing I had muscle relaxers for my back, so I ended up taking those. And um, by Thursday, actually, not Thursday, by, by, I think, sat, by Saturday, my arm started to feel a little better. And so now I can now lift my arm straight up again. And it was very, it was very weird because I, I wasn't lifting anything heavy. So I know, you know, it wasn't because I lifted anything heavy. And I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping on my side, on my left side, because I sleep on, uh, on my back. 
And so I know, but, you know, again, when some of that happens when you can't move an arm or you can't move your leg for some reason, when, you know, and there's nothing that just you didn't injure yourself in any way and all of a sudden, you know, your your arm is immobilized, your leg is immobilized, they, they've hit you with a direct energy weapon. And one of the things with direct energy weapons, one of the, 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 the purpose of direct energy weapons is some weapons are used to immobilize a person or a group of people. So if they're fighting a war using direct energy weapons, they can immobilize a whole battalion, you know, mobilize a part of their body or their whole body that they want to where they, they cannot walk or they cannot lift an arm or any of or those things like that. So, you know, Again, you know, we're being as targets, you know, this is experimental uh, weapons being used on us, okay? And for those of us who uh, fight and uh, are trying to bring awareness of what's happening, we are attacked even more, and particularly we're attacked even more on the psychological level, the psyops goes into full swing, because at that point when they realize that, hey, these people are not, retreating, that they actually fight them back, that's when the psyops goes full swing because at that point, yeah, they have to make us out of break, you know. They have to make us out of delusional, okay, because, again, once, as I said, you know, they don't want any way to take us as, as, as credible, <clears throat> okay? And that's why we have to, like I said, we have to <clears throat> study the technology, knowledge is power, not sound so delusional, you know, and I tell you all this, if you're a religious T.I., that's fine, but know this, that if you, you can't go into court and sue the devil, okay, you can't go into court and sue demons, you can't go into court and sue, you know, and, and say this is spiritual warfare, you can't do that. You can go into court and say this is the government that's doing this, this is the technology that they've been working on, this is what I've experienced, and this technology the description of what the technology does is exactly what I've experienced. You know, so though we may not have uh, tangible evidence in terms of the device itself, they are the patterns and the patent numbers that you can look for uh, that describe these technologies and describe what they do and based it on your own experience. Okay? And also, again, you take, you get a video camera, you use your phone, when you catch the perp, and the slip-up, because they will slip up from time to time. And, you know, you got to be quick and aware. And at that moment, you'll be able to get them on camera. And that, again, will be proof that you can use in a court of law to say, like, this, this is what's happening. This is what these people do. You know, the North campaign, every time you go outside, you take your camera out, you record it, you, you know, you see a, a, a fire truck passing by. If you have videos of fire trucks passing by you with, their no, with the, 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 the sirens going on, and you have a lot of video. Trust me, that's proof, okay, because, you know, you can, and they're time-stamped, and they're dated, okay? Like, for me, what used to happen is, like, it used to happen to me four or five times during the day, and I would have my camera out, and I would record it because, you know, those files have a date, and if during one day I have multiple files, video showing that this is what happened every time I go outside, you know, who's going to say to you or I that, you know, that's impossible? So you have the proof, okay? And once I started doing that and they realized that I was recording them and the fact that they realized that, you know what, 
that they have multiple, a lot of videos showing that within the space of a week or so, you know, I have like 30 videos showing that every time I go outside, there's a fire truck passing by with the noise blazing, with the sirens blazing, then, you know, that's, that's, that's not a coincidence. That's deliberate. And so I don't get too much of that anymore because, again, uh, um, I think by me exposing it, people have become aware of it, especially people in my neighborhood. And um, they have literally, it had calmed down tremendously, tremendously. And so, again, exposure is our best effort to minimize. We may not stop the targeting, but we can minimize it, okay? And at least it's not happening on a daily basis. So, you know, uh, again, but it's just through exposing it. You have to expose it. Exposure is our best bet to bring awareness and to possibly stop this. I don't think it will stop, but, you know, at least, like I said, if it minimizes what it is that they're doing, um, then, you know, that's, that's, that's good because, then, you know, you're not stressed out 24-7 by the noise and, and stuff like that. Like, you know, you're still going to get the gang stalking. You know? So that's the article on uh, gang stalking, organized crime, and uh, common tactics uh, mind control. And that's the article. Okay, so well, I think I want to call it a night. Um, it's after 1220, 21. I think it's, uh, yeah, so I'll call it a night. But thank you for coming on the call. Thanks for participating. And um, I'll see you guys again next Tuesday at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Heart. All right, nice. Peace out, man. All right, man. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.